combat divas. Stomp your left, right, left. Combat divas. Hey. Welcome back to the Combat Divas Podcast. This your girl, TG. And your girl, Tanisha B. Hey, and we are back, 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 back for another week and another episode. Hey, on this, um, well, recently, it wasn't this past week, but semi-recently, you know how I do these speaking engagements or whatever, Tanisha. So uh, somebody came up to me and was like, so hey, what's your little talk about? I was like, what? Why I got to be little? You know, what does that even mean? But it was a guy... And before he got to me, he said to everybody else, like, what are you talking about? What's going on, guy? Hey, what's going on, brother? Good to see you. And then he got to me, he's like, so, what's your little talk about? And I felt like that was condescending. And the more we talked, the more I realized that he was just this, you know, very male bravado uh, type of guy. Like, he was very, very masculine and very, you know, maybe he felt like he was very dominant. And I set out to say, at the end of our, our conversation, he ended up asking, like, well, I don't, I don't see why women are, like, all about this rights thing. Like, what, mm. what rights don't women have? Mm. He was so. like, you guys, can, you guys can vote. I mean, you guys don't have to be in the kitchen and barefoot anymore. So what's going on? Oh. I was like, <laughs> well, that was demeaning on so many levels. But, uh, and I, I commenced to read them. But... I just wanted to kind of bring it up on the show. like. But what'd you tell him? Well, I told him, A, uh, that's just like telling a black person, I don't know why you guys are mad. I mean, you guys can vote now. You're not really slaves. <laughs> so what's going on? <laughs> you know? Like, really think about what you just asked me and correlate that back to 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 life. And he needed examples and stuff like that. And we ended up having a long, drawn-out conversation. Oh, okay. But I said I had to say... I, in my examples, I, I even convinced myself again that women are not equal or nor is it a playing field for men and women in corporate America, in uh, the, the military, in a, a lot of different arenas. Yeah. They, um, <clears throat> I think that him and like other people haven't been paying um, a lot of attention. Like, yes, we have, you know, you know, we expanded, you know, leaps and bounds as far as, um, being able to get a job mm-hmm. because at first it was one point when women couldn't work. We, you know, unless it was maybe like what housework or yeah. you're being nannies and stuff, something that's like in a way of servant type of, yeah. you know, jobs. Um, we couldn't work in offices. We couldn't work in restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, just anything that will produce a, a paycheck. And yeah, we can vote. We couldn't. We couldn't vote f- before, and our mm-hmm. voices wasn't, you know, heard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we can do all those things now, but the playing field is still not equal. It's still and it's not. and it's not to be like, oh, I'm gonna beat my chest. I'm a feminist, and it's not like that. It's just like we should be able to have, you know, just equality across the board, okay. and it doesn't have to be like, okay, if <clears throat> like it, I would say in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, some stuff just can't be um, for women, Certain just certain jobs, because I remember I was told I couldn't be uh, a driver like of a, like of a tank or whatever, because mm-hmm. the missions that they receive, they're literally like not near any uh, bathroom facilities. They're like literally out on missions for like uh, 30 days or better. And it's just not hygienic 
for a female? It's changed now. F- females can do it all. I mean, they can be tank. We can be in combat arms now. Yeah. So now the the situation is, well, I mean, why aren't we treated as equal? Because I guarantee you that that first female who went into, you know, to be 11 Bravo, which is an infantry yeah. uh, personnel or artillery personnel, didn't just get the warm and fuzzy when they came in, in that new unit full of guys that's never seen a girl before. Right. You know, it was a lot of probably playful banter, a lot of treating her like she was subpar until she proved that she could be there. And that's the thing that uh, that females have to do. And especially in the military, I know I had to do this. I had to prove that I was able to be on the same playing field. Like, like off jump, I'm not treated the same. Off jump, yeah. I'm treated like I can't drive as good as the... Because we were truck drivers, right? Mm-hmm. I can't drive as, as good as my male counterpart. You know, I don't know a lot about the truck. I don't know a lot about maintenance. You know, I, that's what comes off. So now I gotta dive in and prove as a female that mm-hmm. I am just as as good as the my male counterpart. I think they mostly stuck on um, gender roles, mm-hmm. and they thinking like, okay, it's a man's job to to fix cars. A woman shouldn't be a mechanic, and it's like I can learn how to fix stuff just like you learn how to fix stuff. So exactly. it's it's all these things. It's like if I'm not it's. A lot of things is more exposed to men, far as what they consider manly manly jobs, and it's not as mm-hmm. exposed to women. And we're taught as you know, young girls, not to move toward that type of you know that type of work. Like I That's wasn't true. like my mom didn't give me a model car and say, "Hey, you should <laughs> learn how to put this together." Type of thing. That's true. You know, right. I was given baby dolls and strollers, and Absolutely. and as you think about the childhood toys for for girls, everything is grooming you towards servitude to taking care of a household. And I thought about that, like just, just even thinking now of the toys that my mom gave me for like for Christmas, I had a pink ironing board and a pink uh, iron. I had a kitchen set. Mm-hmm. I had a baby doll. I had a <laughs> stroller with the little bottle of milk. And yeah. I'm, but my, my brother got the model toys. He got the, cool the, the cars you put together. He mm-hmm. got Legos. He got all these things to build and use his hands and actually, like, if he was to carry that over to adulthood, he can make a living mm-hmm. doing those things. But, like, if you think about my stuff, like, um, make a living how? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm groomed to be, like, a housewife and take care of a kid. Right. The to- Just the toys that they give us. <clears throat> yeah. The toys, I- you know, stuff like that has changed now. Absolutely. But back then, like, no, we didn't have that type of stuff to, to let us know to be like, okay... You could be, you could step outside of this servitude type of role exactly. and actually be a doctor, be a lawyer, be all these things that we always seen on TV for men to be. You're right, and that that you're right. I, I hadn't thought about the the impact that that makes when we start from childhood to rear our, our children up to be, you know, to to not be even to have an equal playing field. You know, just like you know, you don't let your little boys play with dolls. You know, I've heard. <laughs> So many parents just get irate, you know, if they little boy got a baby doll. Put that baby doll down, boy. You know, go crazy. But Mm -hmm. it's the same on that area. But for our girls, like, when when they were teaching us how to cook, it wasn't because we just need to take care of ourselves. Like, you need to learn how to cook because you need to take care of yourself one day. You need to cook because you need to take care of your man one day. Mm -hmm. And you need to be able to take care of your family. And here's how you keep a clean house because you're going to have to take care of your man one day and take care of your family. And it was never... On the other side of it, and so it's just like, okay, what else is out there? Right. But still, they gave us these counterintuitive laws, like you could be anything you want to be, but make sure you learn how to cook, and that's the basis because you got to take care of your man. So 
Yeah. But I always, but we didn't teach the boys that because I grew up with a brother. He didn't need to learn how to cook or mm-hmm. any of that. You know, matter of fact, you know, like like the women in my family kind of coddled the guys, I would say, because, you know, my brother, somebody cut his steak until he was like 18 years old. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just like he was just coddled for such a long time. And now as an adult, as an adult man, he expects, you know, people to do things for him and bring him things because that's how he was brought up. Yeah. So I can see. And that actually, that was one of our first arguments as a, as husband and wife was gender roles, right? Because mm-hmm. even though I didn't know I had it, it was like in the back of my brain that I'm supposed to do certain things. So like I'm supposed to have dinner ready at you know when you come home, even though I work too, but I'm still supposed to make sure you eat somehow, you yeah. know. And that was and he was like, I don't, "Why are you doing this to yourself? Stop stressing out about this. This is ridiculous. Well, who cares to take out the garbage? Well, like he so he just had a big thing about it. But you're right. We learned as 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 young women. Yeah, like when they say a, um, a man's job is to take the trash out and <laughs> uh, a man's job is to uh, shovel the snow, mm-hmm. cut the grass and stuff. But I'm like, but I'm thinking like uh, that gender role stuff don't, you know, pan out, not in my household, but I'm like, I'm a, you know, single parent. It's just me yeah. and my, you know, me and my son. So mm-hmm. if I want the snow shovel, I got to get out there and do the shit myself. If yeah. I want my grass cut, I got to do it. There's no, there's no room for gender roles, but people like, well, why don't you tell your son and teach your son? I'm like, I could teach him to do it, but I'm like, he's not. You know, at the time, he was like, he's nine. He's yeah. in the, he's in the way. Wow. Everything he's doing is, is at a slow pace. I, yeah. If I want someone to take three hours to shovel some snow, mm-hmm. then then I'll do that. But I'm like, if I want to take about a good hot 45 minutes to get the snow out my path, like that's I'm just gonna do it, and yeah. I'll show him how to do it. Not when it's like below freezing, but I understand what you're saying. But people they get so stuck. In these gender roles and that and that stuff, it carries over to to the workplace to where um, you know they don't want to hire a woman if she's pregnant. Like you can't go for a job when you're pregnant because they'd be like, oh, she's gonna. We can't hire her because once that baby gets here, we're gonna have to give her maternity leave, and Mm -hmm. we need people now. So it'll be like, oh no, we'll keep in touch. But men don't have to, you know. They don't have to like. They don't have to go through those type of things, and it's it's frustrating. But in a way, it's like okay, how come you know they don't have they don't consider that factor? Like if their wife is pregnant or whatever, they they job don't stop. Right, we get discriminated against, but we're given life. We're mm-hmm. the reasons why you are here. Right, right. You look at us like we subpar humans. Yeah, but we give we we are the carriers. Of life. One thing about women, women are so strong. I I, I gave birth and was literally up a, like an hour later, walking through the hallways and cracking jokes with the nurses. Like it was, it was really like a. You don't realize how strong you are until you like go through something like that. Like I just pushed out a whole big old baby, and now that the baby is out, I'm still cracking jokes and I'm up and doing you know what I need to do. I'm walking through the hallways and <laughs> and, and laughing and having a good time. It's just me to be that humorous, but I mean, you still you can still get right back up and, and keep going, and I, I think that fortitude in women is just amazing. Now, I will say that women can be not all women, but some women can be more emotional than men as far as decision making and things like that. Some because there's mm-hmm. some women that's like you know no emotion attached like they just kind of cutthroat but it could be childhood stuff too yeah it could be childhood stuff and they trying to prove it but i think and i mean i i commend women who are 
trailblazers in their uh, career and, and in their arena, you know, being a CEO or uh, even, you know, playing in, in sports that are dominated by men, you know, women are coming out now and being the forerunners in these in these type of sports and, and like really blazing the trail. Yeah. I'm like, even on, the, um, you know, because we, we veterans, but like we even see it um, a lot of times in the military when a woman has um, high rank and a lot of a lot of the men, they don't, it's like they try their best to respect the rank itself, mm-hmm. but not necessarily the woman. And that's frustrating in itself because mm-hmm. it's like, respect me as a person, like I'm a soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wear the rank, I'm a soldier too. Exactly. And you don't have to take that attitude like, oh, I'm not listening to a woman. Mm-hmm. And if a man comes up with the same, or maybe it could be a man <laughs> that true. comes up with lesser rank. Mm-hmm. They could be two grades beneath you. And they'll, you know, lock to a parade rest or a snap to, um, you know, snap to attention yep. for that male. And they'll, you know, let that man send them into a burning building. But Absolutely. if a if a woman says, hey, soldier, I just need you to pick up these uh, this bag of rocks and put them on the other side, you're looking at her like, yeah, I don't have to listen to you. Absolutely. And like they have a, a problem with women in authority uh, type of situation. There's like, oh, it's just a woman. Like we get, we get those. It's just, we're just <laughs> it's a just, woman. Oh, it's just her. It's just her, you know. And it's like, we want to be seen as like, as equal. Like, no, it's, you know, it's genetics. Okay. No, we're not going to be like the same genetically, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying like, just respect. Basic. Yeah. Basic respect. respect I mean, equal pay. I mean, can we start there, you know, we are not paid equally on a scale in a, in a corporate world. You know, there are so many women CEOs have came around to say that their male counterparts make a hundred, a thousand plus more than they make, mm-hmm. or just uh, or in the entertainment industry. You know, women are not. You know, the, that female actress who's phenomenal is not getting paid equally as her male counterpart, and she may even have a lead in the show. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, the reproductive rights. I mean. That's another issue where, you know, men's, you know, they don't, it ain't much, you know, yeah. unless they get in a vasectomy and still, Cause I would even it don't cost think, as much. I would even think um, just something that's like a, a drastic um, comparison would be um, WNBA versus NBA. That's a great one. Like <laughs> these males, like even the ones that ride the bench. They just, they, what, third string? I don't even know exactly if it's like a string type of thing for like for basketball, whatever, first, second, third string-ish. Right. You know, those, the ones that ride the bench and even them, they getting, they may not get the the top dollar, like the starting five or, you know, the big time, big names, the one putting mm-hmm. up scores on the board. Mm-hmm. But just to even be on the bench and be up there ready in case somebody sprang an ankle or some shit, like they getting paid at least, Signing like a what two three million dollar contract? Yeah, yeah, just to to do not much, right? Just to <laughs> ride the bench and just to be ready. Like mm-hmm. you know, you, you sit over there ready to take your break, uh, your, your breakaway off and take your warm up off yep. and, and ready to shoot to action, pay and be in the game for about like twenty two seconds while like LeBron or something get a chance to get about like a couple sips right. of water, right? And pop back in the game. You're right. that guy, but mm-hmm. you get paid millions of dollars. But you have women in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. That's the starting five, and they don't get those big million dollar contracts. I oh, think those there's, big breaks, yeah. I think there's either if it's not, you know, a million dollar, it may be um, something along the lines of hundreds of thousand dollar contracts. Most women in WNBA. And then we're doing the same, you know, the same 
thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we they got a few, you know, slam dunking. They got the same little setup and same everything. Mm-hmm. They playing the same exact game, but they don't get that type of recognition. Like if you look at the stands when they, if you actually watch a WNBA game and you check out the stands, mm-hmm. it's not packed. Yeah, I, I, that's some. That's part of the reason too that they don't get paid as much. It's because we don't, you know, look at it as much uh, um, at all as a society. Even I mean, the women's football league is is a growing league. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I you personally know somebody on WNBA, and we're gonna highlight them at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But I personally know somebody in in the women's football league. She plays for the Austin Assassins, and uh, she she doesn't, you know. They pretty much playing for the sport of it all, like for for free free, like. Mm-hmm. But they beasting out there. I mean, I watched the game. I'm like, oh my god! Like, I mean, they out there tackling each other, going. I mean, almost tearing off helmet. It was like brutal. I was like, <laughs> dang! Like, it was super entertaining. <laughs> super entertaining. Like, at halftime, I didn't even know what the ball was. I was just like, they was. <laughs> oh. Crazy! It was like animals out there, but it it was great. I mean, it was better than <laughs> it was better than NFL for me at that point in time because of the heart that was in the game, and that's a lot of times that's the difference too. Because the regular NFL, the heart not in the game a lot of times as it, it used to be because so much money is involved. But I mean, these women were like playing just like crazy. But it's just to have that kind of equal playing field in those areas, so we could say, hey, you know, and not have these archaic. People going to have their ideas. I got it. But it's so archaic to come around and say, I don't know why y'all complaining. And this is a popular opinion. Why are women complaining? You guys are, you guys are got it. Because, you guys got it. Because we're not respected. And, and, like, and it doesn't even matter the race. It's, well, in some, in some platforms, it kind of does. You know, it, you know, it matters. The race matters. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, as a, you know, as a black woman... Then you get looked at as you being a woman, and then you looked at your skin, or vice versa. It could be whichever one comes yeah. first. Yeah. So, but just speaking about like women, you know, across the board, we're not respected, and it was like we're treated like second class citizens, and and that's terrible because, like yep. I said, we are the carriers yeah, of, of life. life. Yeah, of life. like yeah, you all as men, you plant the seed. However, how you can plant seed. <laughs> You can put your shit in the ground and plant your seed <laughs> down there, but ain't no baby coming from that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you true. need us. We yeah. need each other. And it's like, why do we have to fight so damn hard, so hard. for equality when we we have to work in tandem together to create the life that we have, to yeah. create the people on this earth? And it, it yeah. And, and we get like we just in sports, we, you know, we don't get that type of recognition. We in a corporate office, we don't get that type of recognition. It just, just right. anything. And I'm like, they res- they don't even respect you unless you around this mug swinging on a pole. But then they ain't even respect you that way because <laughs> right. they throwing dollars at you and feel like, hey, and they dance. feel like you you ain't shit. Then you know, right. and it, it's all deplorable for me uh, as far as that you know the women's treatment goes. But it's just the the lack of understanding of why we feel that way. Is another one, and, and it's like if you've never been in the, in those shoes where you are a woman showing up to a place and you're getting treated with less respect than your male counterparts, it's is until it registers like, hey, wait a minute, something's not equal here, and I, I'm not being treated 
at the same as this guy who's doing the same exact mm-hmm. job that I am doing. Nothing he is doing is more or less. Now, there are men out there that's not a general, you know, universal truth blanket statement. There are men that, you know, definitely respect women, definitely, you know, it, can see the differences and can admit the differences. But there are several men and women who come around and say, I don't, I don't know why y'all complaining. Every, everything is equal to me. And that's the part that I don't get. I don't get how you don't see it at all. Right. I, it, there's a big difference. Yeah. And and to not get it at all means that you just don't fucking you're not even you're not even looking you're not even looking at the playing field. You just you just playing you just ball. Rather just sit like a lot of people, they just want to sit and stew in their ignorance. Sit <laughs> sit and stew in there. Yeah. They just, just want to sit for just the sake like, of being uh, ignorant. And it's like you don't even have to be that way. Like you won't even respect your your woman boss, but you respect your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know? true. That's true. I think women should start catcalling. Like, and maybe I, I just want to make men feel uncomfortable. Not, not all <laughs> men, but you. Have, I mean, you. It could be just Chicago and busy cities, but you ever been catcalled and like that shit was? It was so demeaning. It was just ridiculous. It put it on a whole new level. I think I, I can't remember. If I was talking to you or somebody else that other month. And just saying how I was catcalled at one time, and it was so <laughs> ridiculous that I couldn't even I couldn't do anything but make jokes about it. Like this guy, guy catcalled me. Clearly, I'm I'm wearing a wedding band, but you know they don't who care. cares in Chicago? Who cares? And I'm walking down the street. The most horrifying thing for a woman to do, and I'm gonna do a social. We're gonna do a video on this. Walking <laughs> down the street uh, in a past a group of men is one of the most terrifying things that women do. It, it, you you don't know the fear until you walk past a group of guys. You're like, oh shit, here we go, and everybody want to holler at you. Hey, hey, girl, hey, hey, damn, damn, I'm talking to you, girl. Hey, you know, you get that it's or you so get the damn. You fine? Okay, you fine as hell though. Let me get your number though. You know, does that work? I, I, somebody tell me if that works or not. When um, you cat call a girl like that, hey, damn, you woke up fine, huh? Okay, okay. What's it your number though? On the woman that likes some. <laughs> It's a rare breed, but it's so who, many women that who like, they think that they're like. sexy. <laughs> Boy, some okay. Like, oh, hey, you are you like this? You like my outfit? <laughs> like some so- people, do you have some women that respond to that? And all they take we- for one woman to respond to that, and that's for why they keep going. Okay. So at some point in their history, a woman responded to that type of call, <laughs> and they figure like, yes, this is my thing. I'm gonna put this in my cachet, and I'm gonna use this. This is how I'm gonna catch my next woman. But everybody don't respond. The like funny that. part is, if you don't respond, then they automatically start tearing you down as a human being. Like, fuck, that was just the whole independent women shit. Fuck you, then. You ain't that cute anyway. Blah. Like what? <laughs> like you, you go from hey, hey, you fine as hell to no. Nah, that's the independent woman they, shit. I don't need that shit in my life. But if they had daughters and they're actually a part of their daughter's life, because I'm like, you can have daughters, but like, mm-hmm. if you ain't in their life, it's you irrelevant. But you can like, would you want someone to speak to your daughter that way? No, that's why. That's why men are so hard on on like people dating their daughters because yeah. they feel like everybody is gonna be. Like them. Because, like, what if you walking down the street with your, your daughter? And I, I just say she's 18 or whatever. Right. And they like, oh, do you walk past a construction site or <laughs> or just a group of guys? And they look like, hey, Shaw, you check it out. And right. you, you be about ready right. to tear this man's head off. Right. And you should You don't be. want to talk to her like that. Right. Then, but you know what? Like, as you said, like, um, with your wedding band and everything, you walking past a group they of guys. Like, I was out with my cousin, and she has a big old rock, you know, mm-hmm. on her finger. Visible, like... 
hey, you know, and she's a beautiful woman. So we was she at is. a cigar lounge mm-hmm. and it was dominantly like just male dominant. It was a lot. Well, it's a cigar of men. lounge. So, right. Yeah. Well, see, look, wait, you see what you did? Yeah. You see what you did that, I, I, that? I assumed that it's, it's going to be a bunch of guys there. But did you see what you just yeah, did? Yeah, like, I saw it, it. I saw it. You saw what you did. You're right. I see what I did. It's cigar lounge. I mean, of course, it's synonymous with men. You see, like, but you know Absolutely. what? It's, but it's not your, it's not your fault. It's just, it's how I, I it's you. what's, it's kind of like what we see as, uh, that's a masculine thing to yeah. smoke cigars, yeah. and it's, a, it's not a woman. That's how society sees it. When when they think of a woman smoking uh, any type of tobacco, we have that long little stem that's connected to the cigarette, and we <laughs> on some old, you know. <laughs> Some Back very nineteen forties uh, yeah. type situation, yeah. but like talk about like being uncomfortable. Like, yeah. she was you know a very tall, beautiful, mm. beautiful woman, mm-hmm. and we walk in together like you know through the cigar lounge, and like they literally, and it's not even like a subtle look. <laughs> it's like I'm watching you from the time you stand up from your seat, wow, to the time you walk all the way through all of us and walk out the room to the time you coming back in the room and we just and like and they just staring you down. Wow. Until you I'm like and it's, she was like And it's so uncomfortable. I, and it makes you uncomfortable. She's like, you know, like, oh I don't even know about like coming to these type mm. of places. Cause it's like you know that you're you know you are very aware of how you look, but yeah. I don't need someone like literally staring me down because if you look back, mm. that means you're interested. And then right. they're trying to talk to you. Yeah. And I had when we sat down and she was talking to her friend's um, wife, mm-hmm. and they was having a conversation. And then, like right across from the other seats, because we was like sitting in a group of seats, and right across it was this. I'm literally spending like the next ten minutes avoiding eye contact from the guy. He's wow. literally staring dead in my eyes. Oh, wow! I don't know. I'm like he could have been high. I don't know, <laughs> but he was literally like staring right at me. And every time I looked, I'm catching his eye. He's yeah. staring at me. So now I'm like. Now I'm trying to smoke my hookah. I'm looking off to the left. I'm panning off to the right. I'm trying to look in between and trying to catch the conversation. He's literally deadlocked in my face. And had I looked Mm. back at him for like three seconds, because I'm just catching the scanning, (laughs) three seconds, he would have felt like, now I'm going to talk. But you couldn't, like, you didn't have to stare at me like a goddamn weirdo. Right. You could have just said, like, you know what? Hey, I think you're a beautiful woman. Right. Um, you know, hey, you think that uh, you know maybe we could talk, and 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 I'll just be like, well, no, but mm-hmm. still, <laughs> <laughs> at least don't be still, weird about don't it. Don't be I mean, a weirdo, because like, what if we creep. did? What if we did that? Yeah, you would think we had a problem, and that's what it goes back to, like the you, gender thing. You like, you just feel like you was just uh, as a, some men feel like they have to do that, but you don't have to do that. Some women are kind of, cr- you know, they not crazy. I won't say that, but some women do go to the extremes and. You know, you know, trying to get a, a guy, especially if they find this guy like extremely attractive. Because mm-hmm. women, I mean, we could, we don't literally cat call per se, quote unquote. Like we ain't standing on the corner waiting on guys to walk by so we can look at their booty type of thing. But at the same time, too, but that would be a funny thing though. Like I, you were saying, I think like, it would be, be funny fun to change that. I, I would love to experiment. It's coming up soon. Catch it on, <laughs> on YouTube to experiment. I'm gonna stand on the corner. And I'm going to get a bunch of other females, and we're just going to catcall guys and see if they feel uncomfortable or not. I mean, we're going to have, like, like mace and weapons because, you know, me but and you know they what? get kind of crazy. I just came up with an awesome idea, but I'm going to write that one down. So I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it on our pod, but... It's I'll... a good social experiment to see 
What I mean, how would you feel if we catcalled or you know we just started yelling out extremities like, oh, oh I, I want you to marry me, you know, because that makes men uncomfortable. <laughs> so like, just say things that make men uncomfortable, like, oh, let's settle down and commit, you know. What? What do you do? <laughs> I mean, out, we want to outrage a guy. Like, say Ooh, things you like, look that. like my next husband. <laughs> Like what? <sighs> or you look like my next baby father? Right. Like, it, man, you could be my baby daddy. Okay. Mm. Like, <laughs> like you'll see a bunch of uncomfortable men. Go on, man. Nobody on that. <laughs> <laughs> like, excuse me. That's gonna be I, the I next social a, I experiment. Not a piece of meat. <laughs> uh, yes, you are, boo. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> next social spirit. Good, good idea. So we'll work on that. We'll let y'all know when it come out. Yeah, I just think that there's a big difference, and for your know, people to not acknowledge it, and that's all most people are asking for—just an acknowledgement of that there is a difference, and then we can work on it from there. But if we don't acknowledge that there's a difference, there is nothing to work on. We continue to have an uneven playing field. Yeah, so and just just support, like just support each other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot, a lot of times, like we don't, you know. Support. We don't support each other. Like even as women, a lot of times we don't support. Um, we don't support each other. You're right. So I feel like even with uh, women in sports, but I mean, we. I feel like we all as a whole should support uh, more sporting events, uh, more uh, female-driven things. Absolutely, you're so. right. We, we, you know, we're gonna start that wave this summer and supporting our, um, our, our, our sisters and sporting events and stuff that they are seen as the underdogs in. And then speaking of um, women in sports, um, I wanted to highlight a woman that I know personally. Um, we went to we went to school together. We went to Dunbar Vocational Academy, nice. um, South Side of Chicago, and her name is Desire Wheeler. Mm. So Desire Wheeler is currently a regional athletic director for the Chicago Public School mm-hmm. District. In this role, Desire serves as the director and oversees the elementary athletic program known as the CPS Score Program. She is a former professional basketball player in which she played both in the WNBA and in Europe. So she played in places in Bulgaria, Israel, Greece, Turkey, and France. So Desire played her collegiate career at the University of Arizona in which she finished as school record holder in five categories as Mm. the PAC 10 record holder in two categories. She obtained her BA in education from the University of Arizona and a dual master's degree account in accounting and financial management from Keller Graduate School. Nice. So today, Desire, she enjoys playing recreational sports, working with the inner city youth, and empowering all. Absolutely. So I feel Amazing. like she is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. I love and it. she putting up records just like her male counterparts. And I just wish that our females could get way more recognition absolutely than uh, than than what we have already absolutely being women's history month we'll do another shout out right quick to shannon crawford i, I don't have her full bio as tanisha elaborately <laughs> just read but uh i will tell you that uh she is a uh female athlete uh she plays for the austin texas assassins uh which is a football league in austin texas austin texas um, phenomenal. She's not. She's a wife. She's a mama. And on top of that, she is a soldier. She an E six in the United States Army cool. in Austin, Texas. So uh, one of my first battle buddies. You know, watched my six movies in Afghanistan. I am uh, extremely appreciated 
uh, appreciative to her and uh, what she's doing. And I can't wait to get tickets to uh, catch her on the Austin Assassins football field going crazy out there, going crazy out there. <laughs> so, yeah, I cannot wait. Uh, also, shout out to our, our sisters over right now in Iraq uh, with the 108 Sustainment Brigade. I say whoa. Um, a few names I will name is Gabrielle Calderon, uh, Socorro Delgadillo, and CW3 Eileen Kanapaki. Uh, they have been doing phenomenal things over there and make phenomenal strides over in Iraq right now. And uh, we'll be waiting on you guys to come home. We got a care package on the way. I say whoa. If you have a female this month that you want to highlight and you think that's doing phenomenal things, it's phenomenal strides, Send us their info, and we will shout them out on the show. We guarantee you. Tanisha B., how can they email us this information? Hey, Battles, you can reach us at Combat Divas Podcast on Instagram as well as YouTube, Combat Divas Pod 1 on our Twitter account, Combat Divas Podcast at gmail.com, Combat Divas Podcast on our Facebook page. We'll see you all there. Bye. Combat Divas. Stomp your left, right, left, combat divas.